You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. Welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast. I'm unqualified opinion, unwavering bias. Listen, just like fucking Ned Brockman punters and dribblers, we keep showing up. We keep showing up and showing up and showing up. Now, I think it's fair to say that Eddie, you and I have had a significantly large last, I don't know how many hours it's been since like maybe Wednesday next week or last week. You know, we've just been on the go for a significant amount of time. I don't even know what we've been doing. I know, neither do I, but I know we have. I don't think, we we didn't do anything on last week, did we? Thursday, Friday, Sunday. Thursday, yes. And Thursday was not nothing. No, it was something. It turned into a little bit more than... Turned into something. Yeah. Fucking oath it did. We ended up going to the pub afterwards. We did. And had a huge fucking Guinness, which I didn't need, (laughs) and I couldn't finish. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, fucking oath we did. Fucking oath we did. Yeah. Guinness in the rocks. Good yeah. stuff. Lost That's my good wallet. for the soul. Lost your wallet. Shout out to that Uber driver who said he'd be back in 20 minutes with it and then never came back like a fucking scumbag piece of shit. Um, yeah. Although yeah. apparently I can go and get it now. I think we can go and get it. He's like, mate, mate, I'll be back in 20. I'm like, sweet. Never came back. Never came back. And then I tried calling him and couldn't get under him. No, no we couldn't get under him. No. He didn't get paid. He didn't come back to me for a couple of days. Oh, mate. Yeah, He's well, like, yeah, right. I'm ready now. I'm like, fucking yeah, Thanks, cocksucker. I had to fucking lock all my cards and shit. But you're right. Thursday, a bit of a fucking time. Bit of a rip for the Sydney Marathon, like, cocktail launch event is what you'd call it. I don't know. If, um, yeah, we were, it would have been a launch something. Launch, launch party well, seems like the wrong it, word. Because it wasn't a party. Launch... It would have been, I would say it was a cocktail event. Yeah. Cocktail, cocktail event, event for the launch of the marathon. If you've been living under a rock, metaphorical or otherwise, implies that you're standing up and there's hors d'oeuvres that come around and you're shaking hands and yeah. you might have a couple of champagnes, you might have a couple of beers. Yeah. Champagne was my poison on the night. Yep. Into a Guinness, obviously. Um, and they just talked about marathons and like the elite runners and shit were there. Yep. So that was nice. Just that was to, nice. You know, I don't really know what we were doing there, but we were there. It was nice to be there. Yeah, it was. We did. We. I don't think we personally added anything to the success of the evening. <laughs> but I just think it was nice that we were there. It was great to be there. We then rolled into Friday, Hacker Major. I want to hold on the Hacker Major. I want to get to the Hacker Major, the Newcastle one. It's not pressing. But it's not the, it's not the fucking main point. It, no, it can't be. It can't be the main point because yesterday, 17th of September, 2023, in the year of our Lord and Saviour, St. Peter Volandis, who may have invited us to another event coming up. <laughs> plus uh, ones. Not important. A couple of plus ones, no big deal. Uh, <laughs> we had the marathon, 2.0. Tobler's fucking heroics. Tobler's heroics. Marathon 2.0, Sydney, new course. Goers Run Club, 560 members. Estimated. Estimated. Don't even know what it shook out at, to be honest. Could have, been a, could have been a lick more, Tom. Yeah. Biggest, um, biggest team in the whole fucking race by a factor of five. By a factor of five. 500% bigger than the next best. That means it was fucking huge. Yep. 17.1 thousand fucking competitors. That's up on 3,400 last year. Obviously, the goers instrumental in that sort of growth. 
but it was a big day for the city and a big huge. day for the community and a big day for running. Yeah. And a huge day for going. Oh, mate. We've been, we were saying it all day yesterday that whilst runners run, goers go and goers were going. It's a, there's a big difference there's too. There's a huge difference. You can go out and run. Any cunt can run. Not a big deal. But can you go? But can you go? That's right. Because only goers go. And, and that doesn't necessarily just mean go forward because there were goers going down. As oh, long yeah. as you're going somewhere. And from the reports, we were here in at Centennial Park, a significant portion of the Goers Run Club were going down. One such gentleman into a bush, no less, and surrounded by paramedics. We hope you're okay. Yeah, I'm hearing, I'm hearing reports of blokes on IVs. I, reports coming in at the Ivy last night with it. Estimates, these are estimates, that one in four people getting medical attention may have been a goer. <laughs> now, I don't know if there was mayo on that. All I know is that it was fucking hot yesterday. It was hot. Sure. 30... 31 in the shade, six foot off the ground. So you can imagine what it would have been like on a black asphalt road. It would have been 40, 40 yeah. plus, 45. I don't know. I'm not ruling out 46, 47, Tom. No, no. She was hot. She was hotter than the center of the earth, um, the core of the earth, some may even say. But it was a great day and goers getting out there, going around. You know, we got to – listen, let's start at the start. I think that's probably the best way. I think we start at the start of the day, up before the sun. You know you're fucking getting after it if you're up before the sun's even woken up. Sun was still in bed. We were up, and we were on a fucking water taxi over to the north north side of the harbour. 5.15 a.m., bang, up, showered, ready to rock and roll. Yep. Fucking Uber. Walk through the city. Yeah, 6GLK, I know 30's on. Tied up nice and tight. Nice and tight. Really tight. Gelcano 30s. That's the 30th iteration. Onto the water taxi. Across the harbour. Really nice time of day. Sun's just coming up. You could tell early on, as soon as the sun was, you know, rising from its slumber, it was biting from the get-go. You were like, well, we're on for a hot one today. Yeah, it rose with bite. It rose with intent. Yep. The sun... Makes up its own mind day to day. Obviously, we all know that. And it it was in a bit of a fucking mood yesterday. It's in a bit of a fucking mood today as well. But she was in a mood yesterday and woke up with purpose and just let everyone know, I'm going to be around today, bro. Yeah. Don't get that twisted. I'm, I'm going to be, be a, a factor. I'm going to be a factor. So we get across the water, check in for our 6.15 a.m. safety briefing. Now, that was obviously for uh, our adventure on the Cherry Picker where we were expected to give a rousing, inspirational and Churchillian speech to our 500, 600, maybe 700 Goers Run Club runners. So we get there at 6.15 for the safety briefing, which went a little bit like this. Hold on. Are you listening? Here it comes. Here it comes. Righto. So you hop in and it goes up. Don't jump out. That was it. I go, okay, great. That's thorough. Don't know if we needed to get here 45 minutes early for that, but that's all right. It was thorough, though. Best in the business. Best in the business. I, it, looking back, it's, um, it is surprising that what happened happened, given how thorough the safety briefing yeah. had been. Yeah. Because you think to yourself, with such a comprehensive, detailed, on-point safety Briefing. I felt like I could have driven that thing myself. Such was the the in-depth and nuanced 
information that we were given but in I, that safe. I was. I, I said to myself, this bloke couldn't be more experienced. No, this guy knows what he's doing. This guy is clearly best in class. I'm in the hands of an expert here. Yeah. Fear not. Fear not. This is Mr. Cherry Picker I'm going up with. Yeah. You know, like I'm fucking, yeah. I feel safe as houses, mate. Yeah. Anyway, we stand around shaking hands. A lot of nervous dribblers at this fucking point of the day, obviously. They know. They're looking at their watches. They're like, fuck, 20 minutes ago to start running. 15 minutes ago to start yeah. running. 10 minutes. Portaloos on a hot, sweaty morning. Those Portaloos had just been absolutely fucking decimated by the assholes of this great city of ours. Listen, I, I ran an eye over the Dunny situation. I don't know. I don't have the numbers at hand, but it certainly didn't look. What's what's seven and a half thousand divided by three and a half thousand? Like, what's that? It goes up by what five? I, I'm, I'm, I don't even know what you're asking me. That's but I'm saying I'm like, there's five. Don't. There was at least five times more people running, right? I don't even then know if that's correct. Themselves. But the shitters didn't go up by a factor of five on last year, and last year the shitters were in trouble. Oh, yeah. No, so I'm, just, right. I'm looking at going, well, there's definitely not five times more shitters, and the shitters were in fucking huge trouble last year. The, sh- the shitters this year, like, I don't want to get into, like, you know, starting to measure, like, metric tons of human excrement uh, from pre-race, but, like, the amount of poo that was getting done... Mate, it was, was just fucking astronomical. And the state of those fucking things afterwards, after everyone started running, you and I, you know, curious cats as we are, <laughs> fucking, we may have taken a minor detour back past the shit just to see what sort of state they're in. Not brave enough to pop our head into a single one, but all the doors were swung open. It looked like a fucking zombie apocalypse. Yeah, the doors were swung open. Like the fucking hinges had been fucking ripped Maybe off, that's mate. the eyes up from the... From the the shitter collectors, like let's just let these bitches air out. Oh, like you might be right. I had in my head that they just the springs had come loose because they, they were just, just getting, getting fucking worked, mate. No word of a lie. Sixty deep on a sh- per shitter. Yeah, Six, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sixty deep, I reckon. Yeah. Oh, that's no word of it. It no. was fucking unbelievable. I've never seen anything like it in my like, life. Like you go to festivals and there aren't lines that big waiting for shitters. The problem is, mate. I reckon one in every two, maybe two in every three, maybe three in every four are going to need to shit on course, like there, right? Yeah. So you you need at least, realistically, you need a thousand shitters. At the very least. I mean, I know I took a shit preemptively before we left, knowing what was going to be there, and I still needed to go again. There's something about that time of the day when you're up and about that that's when poos start to happen. Well, you, you'd done three. You didn't even run. Th- you did three before fucking <laughs> eight o'clock. <laughs> fucking off your head, can't. Yeah, well, you blame the hacker major for that, but... It was, well, but, yeah, but there was, <laughs> but there was blokes there running that exactly, had done the hacker major. Exactly. I know. So imagine how many they were doing. Throw nerves on top of that. Anyway... Look, this isn't about the... We don't want to get too poo-specific, and it's a bit late to say that because we have. But <laughs> the shit is... And this isn't a knock on Sydney Marathon either. It was just people need to poo. Well, I just... I think, I think that when people sit down, organisers, and they're doing the numbers, I think they underestimate how many people need to poo yeah. pre-marathon. Like, I also reckon they'd be like, I don't mind if I've got a little less room to, like, stretch. Or, like, run some fucking hills, which weirdos were doing before the run. It was like, relax. Right? People were running hills. It's like, calm the, the fuck, fuck down, down, bro. What are you doing, mate? 
Yeah. What in God's name are you doing? So if you remove a few more spaces for cane beans to get trotting and maybe a few more places for people to drop logs, uh, you're going to have a... I just feel like you could have eased the bottlenecking that was happening. I think some bloke last night was saying they need to put a big pit in and people just fucking squat Swap around, around just like some ropes you hold onto and lean <laughs> yeah. back over it and just yeah. get into it. Or yeah. a, a, beam, a beam to hold Mate, like, think about it though. Fair income. Your pre-marathon, you're looking at your watch, you're like, i got 15 minutes here and the fucking shit alliance 20 deep, 60 deep. I'd hold onto a rope. Oh, uh, yeah, instead of waiting. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking oath. Maybe not you, you're a germaphobe. There's people out there willing to hang onto a rope, Mate, trust you, me. you can, like, listen, I might be a germaphobe, but I'll hold a rope if I'm going to go, <laughs> dude. Are you kidding me? I'll fucking... They sw- should, you know what I'll, they sh- I'll swing across a pit if I have to and just have to shit mid-swing. Well, you, you know, know what, what I mean? they should have done? Thrown a couple of ropes off the fucking into the harbour there. You just hang there off into go. the shit. See, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Like the Ganges, just sort of fucking <laughs> lean back. A wall you can push your legs up onto. <laughs> you know what I'm talking yeah. about? Just lower yourself down. Just have fucking rope all, all the, the way, way up the harbour. Yeah. All the way up the foreshore. Yeah. People just... <laughs> You're pushing against a wall. <laughs> yeah. Mate, all you got to do is wait for a wave to come and clean it off. Just splash all over your eyes. <laughs> And you're good to go. You could just like you could fucking you know, f- like sort of rope an area off so the shit doesn't go out and get like some out. sort of netting. Yeah, netting. Get yeah. blokes out there with fucking pool scoops. Pool scoops. <laughs> <laughs> get them in marathon shirts and shit. You know, yeah. get it sponsored. Yeah, get it sponsored. Yeah, we'll rack a big day rose fucking logo yeah. on there. Mate. Get Horizon Pools on board, Big Day Rosé, we'll sponsor it. We'll put a deck out there you can float on and drink. Watch people take dumps. Watch people take shits. (laughs) (laughs) Take bets on who's going to have the biggest. (laughs) You make something out of it, you know what I mean? Well, listen, 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 I'll tell you what I am, Tom. I'm trying to sit here, I'm I'm a businessman, and I spot a fucking potential dollar when I see one, but I'm also... I'm looking for solutions here, <laughs> and if you're gonna, if you're gonna get twenty thousand marathon runners down there next year, you're not gonna have three or four thousand shitters. No, it can't be done. There's no. not enough room. We need rope. Yeah, top. we need rope, pull scoops. Yeah, and also you're, you know, what else you're doing is you're employing more people. Yeah, you, yeah, you're, it's in, you're creating jobs. <laughs> <You're> crea- <laughs> <laughs> it's job creation. Yeah, it's job creation. Off the back of best. fucking nervous poos. Yeah. I like it. Now there's more money in the economy, mate. And we all make we all. We're, GDP goes up, you know, living conditions go up, yeah, mate. On the improve. Life expectancy could go up yeah. off the back of it, Tom. Maybe even the cost of living coming down. I don't know why. Yeah, well. You just hope that maybe it has some positive <laughs> impact on it. Don't know why it would. Don't know. Don't you'd know why it would. you'd hope. You'd hope. And that's all you can do is hope. Punters and dribblers, we are brought to you by Neds, the best betting platform in town. Um... Tell you what, if you've been following along on my profile, because obviously I've been overseas, so I've just been whacking up my bets for about even on the Neds profiles app, you'd see some... I, th- I seem to bet better when I'm not around people and I'm just able to eyeball the talent on game day, see what's happening. It's when I'm able to be as, as, as gifted as I think I am. So basically what you're saying is it's a lot harder to bet almost a week in advance. That is what I'm saying, yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, for example... You could say it's also a 24 hours before a game, though, right? No, because if you're putting your bets in on Wednesday morning and there's a game Sunday night... There's also a game on Thursday. Yeah, but that, I'm not talking about that one. Right. 
I'm talking about the other games where maybe, you know, Nathan Cleary doesn't play yep. or Hines doesn't play. Yep. Well, Nathan Cleary did play, but Hines doesn't play. You'd, yeah. You get caught out. You do get caught out. You know? You, you do. You get caught out. If you follow along on my prof is what I'm saying is yeah. daddy, they are calling me daddy value. And I didn't come up with that either. It's embarrassing. How many bets you get on the weekend? Two. I got three. <laughs> well, <sighs> but you're not a dad, so they can't call you daddy value. Dad of a dog. Well, you, they could call you doggy style. Value. Doggy value. I don't know. It doesn't really have the same ring to Why? it as daddy value. You've been pettist. Well, it's not pettist. You aren't a father. I'm father of a dog. No, you're not a and father tonka. of a dog. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Shout out to Neds. We love you. Shout out to Neds. Uh, you can follow our profiles on Neds. You can also join the About Even group um, where, the you know, everyone's sharing their bets in there and shit. I actually followed one of Gurus yesterday, uh, which was a Joey Manu away. Yeah, it didn't get up. No, it didn't. He was very lucky that his unit scooper got up. See, I've got a bone of contention next. If that was me, there's no way I'm getting given those nine units. No, but he's no, but he's got it on, and the bet stands. Yes. So it's live. The bet's right. live. Well, I'm just saying, I don't know that I would be afforded. This is what Tobler and I were discussing anyway in the green room. I know this is still a live read, but this is a bone of contention. I don't think that I would be afforded the same graces where apparently I'm not getting... So fucking, you think the bet's void altogether? Well, I'm saying you have been robbing me of units even though all my bets were going up last week. Well, no, you, we robbed you of two bets. Two. Right. You didn't put one up for the Titans game or whatever it was, and you didn't do a unit scooper. That was all you robbed But I for. did the bets. I no, just you didn't. didn't. You didn't put them up. They went on your profile. They, they weren't there. They went on there. my profile? No. Well, I'm gonna, I'm, I'll show you. There was one game where there was no profile bet. There wasn't. I went through it last week. You didn't do You didn't do two bets, and you lost fucking well, two Tobler units, told and that's me, it. Tobler told me I, none of my, all my bets are void because they're not online. One of them. Okay, so Tobler so, doesn't even listen. You're right. So that's the problem. That's a problem. We've we've now uncovered. That you didn't do a unit scooper last week. That was void, so you lost a unit. Yep. And then there was one other bet out of eight. Okay, well, so Tobler's lying. Then. Yes, Tobler's lying to you and I. Correct. Well, he's lying on your behalf. Shocking. Thanks, Neds. Cheers, Neds. Fuck you, Tobler. Now you win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Punters and dribblers, it's the most generous podcasters of all here, Tom and Eddie. Here to look after the punter and the dribbler and their drinking needs. Mm. It's still rosé drinking season. We know that. It's worth having a couple of bottles laying around. Yeah, I don't expect you to drink it in the driving rain, but I just went outside and the sun's out, baby. Oh, really? Sun's out, bum's out again, and it's fucking hot out there. I'll be losing the jacket, Tom. Mm. I can promise you that. So you need a couple of cases laying around your digs. You just do. Well, it's certainly when you've got guests, you're entertaining. Hey, come round. A couple of Sheila's come round. You want to be able to crack a bottle yeah. and impress? Yeah. Of course you do. Now, you're going to get 50 bucks off each case if you use the code MANLY. That's a gift from Tom and I at hellosport.shop. Six bottles. You're getting $50 off hellosport.shop. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. Be prepared. Yeah. And if you're not prepared, you're prepared to fail. It's not the saying, but it's all right. Fail to prepare, prepare to fail. Got it. Hellosport.shop. So anyway, the cherry picker briefing was thorough as fuck. We hop into it at about and 10 to 7. Goers and we, swarmed us, you know, just congregated. A throng of goers congregated around the like right on, thing as we, as we get ready to embark on our ascent as this cherry picker is going to take us maybe six metres up in the air. Well, we were, we, were, we were able to – we were promised that we were going to be the masters of our own destiny. In terms of the height. In terms of height. Yeah. I was probably going to go, let's, let's give her all she's yeah. got. Yeah. Because that would have looked fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and what actually happened is it grunted and it groaned this thing. 
Maybe went down slightly. No, it did go down slightly. And that was apparently not actually the thing itself, but the legs, the secure legs that meant to go into the ground started like fucking giving out. Yeah, right. And didn't go anywhere. No, it didn't move at all. So except maybe down slightly. But basically, we just you, you may as well have just stood on a, a stack of chairs. Yeah. We looked at the bloke and we said, How's this thing going? It's not it's going like, up, is it? He goes, nah. It's not going up. Now, it wasn't until later, Tom, at the Ivy where there were a couple of cherry picker operators doing the rounds. A couple of goers. Goers and cherry pickers go hand in hand. Fucking oath they do. A couple of blokes came up to me saying, cunt didn't have the safety off. <laughs> they go, oh, fucking no cherry pickers, bro. That cunt didn't have the fucking... He didn't have the safety didn't off. Have the safety that thing off. wasn't moving. So not only did that bloke not have the safety off, he clearly didn't know what the fuck he was doing. No. And now I'm starting to think, maybe a bullet dodged. Well... Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, do, that cunt didn't know fucking left from right. If the fucking legs and shit were coming up, imagine if we went up six metres high and it just fucking rolled down the hill and tipped over. Just started tipping. Think about been, that. No, that would have been That would have been fucking grim as shit. That well, bloke didn't know what the fuck he was doing. No, I don't think he knew what he was doing. He I had mean, no idea what he was doing. Now I'm starting to question whether that safety briefing was that safe at all. Ooh. Well, I'm starting to wonder, you know, maybe it wasn't as thorough as it seemed at the time. No, because it did seem thorough. It seemed thorough. Now now that you've told me that legs were shaking, mm. I'm starting to think that was divine intervention. Yeah. God going, no, no, no. Not today. Goers need to run. Goers need to run, and they can't see their heroes perish in a cherry picker accident no. 10 minutes before fucking start time. No. Now, would it be a cool way to go out? You bet your bottom dollar, but that's <laughs> not today. Not today. Not today. Because we had fucking... We had a job to do, Tom, yeah, you did. and I. We had goers to inspire. That's right. Now so the they, cherry picker didn't work. We didn't just we work. walked up, we walked on the cherry picker, we had we had uh megaphones. Yeah. But this look, the cherry picker didn't go up, but the chur- the the speech was Churchillian. Oh no, don't worry, everyone was was absolutely inspired. Couple of tears there from the crowd. People, yeah, some people were in tears, which was lit. Throwing flowers at us and shit. Yeah. Undies. Panties, bras for the fatter dribblers. <laughs> Yeah, there were panties getting thrown. Whatever, it's not about that, and it's not about Tom and I, even though it was. But all about us. <laughs> but people were inspired. You can see, like, I started to see glints, Tom, glints in glints. eyes. I don't know what the fuck a glint is, but well, I, I was like seeing a, them. I think it's a twinkle. I think yeah. a glint is like a twinkle. Would there be a sheen in the eye? Some sort of like, is it, does, the, does the eye fill with a... I think a sheen's more like when you're hungover. Okay. There's so a couple sh- of sheens. It's like a, like, like a glaze. Yes. But is a glint a glaze? No. I think a glint's a twinkle. Yeah, a glint's like the definition here, like a small flash of light. Mm. So, yeah, twinkle. So there were glints. And twinkles. And twinkles. And probably a couple of glazes, considering <laughs> there were some dribblers who had been to the Hacker Major that were running. Yeah, it's a correct. Some glazed. But... Once the job was done and we'd inspired the goers, it was it, it quickly became about business time. Yeah, well, I just wanted to, to quickly touch on our young friend over here, Tommy Tobler, who I'm not going to – this is not the correct description because he did so well, but at the start of the race, we were not to know how it was to eventuate and it was like huge all gear, no idea vibes. He was <laughs> taping his nipples – he was fucking rubbing this like weird Vaseline like uh, deodorant shit inside his thighs. He had four thousand fucking gels. What messages did you have written on your hands again, Tobler? He had writing all up and down his arms. Had what would Ned do? Yep. That's yeah. the first one. I had this. 
<laughs> Testy popping over here. This too shall pass just to get me through the pain. Smile was another one because I read that if you try and fake a smile, it's meant to make you happy, but it doesn't really work. And embrace the pain, which, fuck, like, it was pretty redundant when it's just constant pain. It's hard to embrace, you know? <laughs> but, yeah, had all the messages, had the fucking sweatbands on my wrist. Now, how did you write the ones on your hand that is your dominant writing hand? I had to go just one stroke at a time. So I did, like, with the W, I just go down, pull off, then back up. Okay. And back down. It took a while. I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall for that moment. Same. That would have been fun. I thought you might get Jenny to do it, but that's okay. I There is an old saying, though, in marathon circles, Tom, that if you fail to prepare, you prepare to fail. Yeah. This kid left no stone unturned. And, and seeing the state of nipples right Bro. getting around yesterday Bro. i i'm now like yeah you know what it looked it looked like a little bit much taping up the nip but fuck me dude like there were some goers like were almost i would say stitches territory based nipples on the gone. fucking based on the blood almost like if you got a belt sander and just sanded off a cunt's nipples that's that's where the fucking <laughs> The blood levels on some of these shirts were at. It was fucked. But what I didn't understand is, what sort of nipple have you got to have <laughs> to, that it starts to bleed? I ran that bitch last year and my nipples couldn't have been fine. Erect. They were fine. I think you got to have erect Like nipples. those ones where the actual nip bit is quite large. We've, yeah. got, we've got a couple of friends, I won't out them now, Will Hickey, who have huge fucking nips, like pieces. You know what? You know if you suck on a nipple? Like that after all the time. Yeah, an erect nipple twenty four seven. Yeah, I think you got to run erect. Nipple. But does that happen? Like I, my nipples don't get erect. No, but I think people's nipples are erect all the time. They, that's what I'm saying. Some of you got these cabinossy looking motherfuckers. Like they've yeah. got Frankfurt sausages. Yeah. Like those ones are nipples. obviously going to bear the brunt of the rubbing. Whereas if your nipples are just part of the whole thing, yes. Everything's getting rubbed equally on their own terms. That's exactly right. And you're sharing the load, so yeah. to speak. And dispersing the rub. That's right. As opposed to people who, with nipples that are begging to get sanded. Yeah. Standing head and shoulders above the rest of yeah. the chest. Yeah. Being a bit too proud. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. relax, dude. We know. We're like, we get it. You've we got get nipples. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> Basically, yeah. blood yeah. nipples was just, you were just telling the world you've got huge nips. Yep. Yep. So... If you're not sure where your nipples stack up sort of globally, yeah. just tape them up. Well, and then better you won't to be have safe than sorry. Yeah, better to be safe than sorry. 1,000%. I'm not going to blame the goers run shirt either because it was elite. Best no, because well, because people that have normal nipples did not have blood all over their shirts. Correct, correct. That's how you know the difference. Yeah. So Tom, Thomas Tobler, he, he didn't prepare to fail. He, oh, he was there ready to go. He was ready to go. He's lubed up and looking schmick. Had his... Had his diva shoes on, which were cute. <laughs> had seven thousand gels, which I still think was a little bit too much. I think you, were, I think you, you probably carried a bit heavy. I think I only came back with like two, in the end. So, so how many fucking, gels did you have then? Fucking thirty gels. You had literally probably thirty gels on you. I probably had ten. You gelled up to twelve. There was a fucking lot of gels. How did you feel? How, how were you? You were nervous, weren't you? Oh, in the car on the way there, I was sweet. Like, I was calm. I was like, oh, yeah, it's just another run. This would be great. And then as soon as I got out of the car, it hit me and I was fucking nervous. 
Now, were you nervous? Tweaking. Were you nervous mainly for the just the general physical undertaking, or was the nerves wrapped up more in the potential reality that you were going to have to wear pants that were the biggest human that a human's ever worn? A bit of both. I think first it was the physical undertaking, and then that could lead to me having to wear the fucking biggest pants in the world. Now, so one after the other, just compounding. Yeah. Now. How confident were you of avoiding the pant, realistically? Realistically. Morning of. I was pretty confident. I was like 90% confident. Oh, that's good. I knew that barring injury, I think I'd be able to fucking get it done. But I had eyes on... I wasn't even thinking about Tom's time, really. I was more concentrating on yours, Eddie, because I really wanted to fucking go for it. And I knew that if I went for it, and even if it didn't happen... I'd still be clear of Tom's time. But see, we were wondering that as well. We were like, if he goes out too hard trying to chase your time, yep. there's a, yes, yeah. you'll be clear of mine, but you could also completely fuck yourself. Tortoise and then the you start doing like 10-kilometer fucking 10-minute splits. Yeah, which is – because on the live tracking, it was like fucking Which was out fun as fuck to, to look yeah, on. Live was. tracking was great. But like at certain points, we're like, holy shit, like he's putting on serious time here. But then you you would arrest it and shit. Yeah. So it was it was fascinating viewing. I was absolutely loving it. I was glued to the live tracking yeah. all day long. Now, Jeff Athletic, Josh Ellis Flint, one of the greats all time, hopped off a plane from Bali, had Bali belly, still turns up. Still turns up for his boy Tobler. To chaperone Tobler. Also, Lockie Clancy gets in from Europe the night before, gets in at 10, 10 p.m., and he's up down there running Tobler. Unbelievable effort from the boys. Tobler said it's like running, uh, it's like the VIP experience in a marathon. Is that having someone like Clancy who was like running into fucking convenience stores, buying Cokes, shaking them up so they were flat, getting him like red frogs and shit. So do you shake, how do you get it flat? Well, you shake it up and then just... So he'd open it and then shake it up and then, yeah, slowly loosen the lid so it all spurts out a bit to make it flat. It was, it was unreal. Like, we'd come up to an aid station and he'd be like, you stay wide, I'll go in to the horde, grab a bunch of cups and bring them out to me. Fucking like, nice, Clancy. Unreal. He's a good fella, Clance. Pushing that, him up hills and shit. Yeah, the hill outside the fucking stadium. <laughs> it's like, it's not really a hill, it's more of just a sliding climb. It's a cut, felt though. like a fucking hill. Yeah, it's a, it's a motherfucker. Had his hand on my back, just like wheeling me up this hill, like, come on, bro, you can do it. It's all, like, we're almost there, and then it's downhill, it's downhill. For like a kilometre, essentially, with his hand on my back, just pushing me through. It was unreal. It's powerful that, stuff. That's powerful stuff from the main man. Back just in time to fucking help Tobler chase yeah. glory. Shout out to him. I don't know if I would have finished without him, without Josh and and Lockie. And poor old Josh started cramping up like a motherfucker as well. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Now, like, where the, when the boys were out on course, fucking, and girls, obviously, getting after it, Tom and I, we, we, were, we were flat out in the VIP hospitality tent. Just having a couple of bacon and egg, like mini little... Mini little bacon egg rolls. They were, they were a nice touch. They couple were nice. of waters, yep. couple of coffees, couple of dumps. Couple of dumps. Watching the fucking... Watching the elites. Watching the elites. Work. Get into it. Really flat out stuff yep. in the morning. D or Dave in tow. Shout out to Dave. That's right. And then we head up to... 
the business end of the of the course. Well, I think you might be forgetting something that happened along the way, a very charitable act by you two, oh, which I understand one. you wouldn't want to mention, but some dribblers did get photographic evidence. So I thought it might be worth... Yeah, that's... Oh, look. It's, right, it's not about us. It's not about us, but if you want to force us into fucking talking about it, then I guess we probably should. So before we left the start... Well, the start, the race was on, it was going, then we were going back to get another water taxi across the harbour. Only way to travel. Only way I'll travel. Only way I'll travel across the harbour now is by water taxi um, that I'm ideally not paying for. Or a yacht. For, or a yacht. Just, just ferrying me back and forth. We come past uh, Charlie, Teo, like family, like a, what'd you call it? Like, it was like group runs. It was after the marathon start. After the marathon, 10, it was the family 20 run. 20K, then it was like family runs. So this was like a Charlie, Teo, brain cancer one, big group of people. And there was this uh, sweet old lady who was the photographer. Now... She also had a wrist guard on that she'd broken her hand recently and she was keen to climb up on top of a fucking wheelie bin to take a photo of these people. She called us in. She's like, can you please help me up on top of this bin? We're like, Jesus Christ, this is this does not seem safe. And she was wigging out about it as well. And I'm like, well, you're, you're terrified to do this, but you're really wanting to do it. She's like, don't let me fall. We were like, don't you worry, Dal, we got you. Yeah. We had to hoist her up, like we manpower shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Strong men just lifting her up onto a bin. Like, lucky you and I lift sort of stuff. Well, exactly. Luckily, we've been at Jeff Athletic just fucking shifting serious tin. We could lift a fucking 40-kilo old lady up onto, a, up onto a bin, hold her sturdy. Dave's securing the bin itself. Now, I don't think the bin was any more secure having Dave there, but at least it made her It's optics. Calm. It's optics. It's optics. Yep. She felt calmer having someone smaller than the bin there holding the bin sturdy. Yeah, that's right. Like, the bin could have had its way with Dave yeah. if the bin so chose. If something went wrong, Dave may have been crushed by the bin. That's right. But I've got a little bit of bin wrangler in me, yeah. and I had a quiet word with the bin, yeah. and the bin was cool. She was barely standing on the bin, really. She was being held up aloft by you and I. Well, like because we're so lining. strong. Yeah. yeah. Got the photo. Now, did she take way too fucking long to take all the photos? Respectfully, yes, she did. And then was she going from camera to phone in her pocket to camera to phone in her pocket? And she was trying to get us in photos with Charlie T. I was like, listen. We actually got photos with her. Then. With her. She wanted a photo with us afterwards. We had a water taxi to catch, which we subsequently missed because she was taking so long. Now, listen. And we had to go run an eye over the shitters. We, had to go, we also had to run an eye over the shitters, so maybe that's partly our problem, um, <laughs> given we are just curious. But a good deed was done. And again, I know everyone was running a marathon and I, we didn't want to bring up our good Samaritan ways, but yeah, that is what it was. Well, it, it happened. You know what I mean? I'm not going to pretend like we didn't help there's out. No, there's no point pretending like it didn't happen. After, so, we head across the fucking wood. We go to the VIP tent. I've already mentioned that. Uh, and then we go up to the domain. 38 Ks. Botanical Gardens area. You know, the, like, whatever that fucking road is. Macquarie's chair or whatever it is. But 38 k's on the way down, and I think about 41 on the way back. Fucking business end sort of stuff. Business end. A couple of lounge chairs folded out stuff. for us to sit there while... Which we used, past. but then there was just too many goers coming past. And you need to be up and about yeah. giving them a fucking... We basically stood rever. there for like four hours going goers. Like, fucking oath we did. And there was goers that came past that needed a rev up. Don't yeah. worry about that. A lot of, lot of broken souls coming past us at 38 that needed... Needed needed something from time. By the thirty eight kilometer mark, you are fucked and basically you've just got to run down and then you just looping back up before you come to the finish line. But like your four Ks to go, you are absolutely fucked. 
So we did our bit. We wrangled and we motivated and we buoyed goers on the way home. Did our absolute best. Yeah. Our absolute best. People were fucked up. Like, there were people dropping like flies around us. There was a chick, like, throwing up all over herself on the side. We were like, Jesus Christ, I hope you're all right. Ambulances coming in to and fro, like, having to part the fucking runners and shit to go and pick people Probably up. Probably four or five ambulances came past us down there. People, like, running sideways and shit. Like, the couple of people, you're like, mate, you're going to fall over. And, like, some chick comes us and goes, you've got to help this chick. Like, there was paramedics everywhere. This woman's, like, yelling at us, like, are you going to do something? I'm like, what the fuck do you want me to do? I don't know what I'm going to do. And this woman was running, like, just, like, bent over to the side. And then I'm, like, yelling at a paramedic guy who was looking at her, like, what do you want me to do? I'm like, bruh, do something. This chick's, like, fucking bent over. Yeah. But still running, like an absolute animal. Yeah, like an absolute beast. Yeah. Anyway, we buoyed goers. Then Tobler comes around. Well, first there was Scope coming past. Poor, poor old Scope was in a bad way. Scope was, <laughs> he was in a good way when we first saw him. When he came past no, us. No, I don't, I don't think he was. Not in a good way. He was in a better way than when we saw him next. Yes, but I think, that, I think he saw us and that got him up. But then I think reality struck again once, yes. once he'd got out of view. Yeah. Because when, when he came back round, he wasn't good. No, he wasn't. He was struggling. Trying to buoy him along, he was shuffling. But then when Tobler come around, we g him up. He's smiling, happy. To be honest, at thirty eight k's, you were one of the more chipper fucking dribblers coming past, skipping I, along. Yeah, you were. You were a lot more chipper than everyone else. I felt very. Oh, there was good actually a couple of chipper cunts that came three past. Three or four really. k's. I think it was like I think Clancy got me a coke or something for the last five or six k's, and I think it was just kicking in at that botanical gardens. Thank God. Because it is fucking soul crushing running towards that, like the opera house line, and then having to do that loop and running downhill when you know that uphill's coming. Like, <laughs> it is just brutal. But I was actually feeling pretty good compared to how I was feeling before. It was just a sea of zombies, really. Everyone's just fucking struggling. So Tobler comes back around. What do his dads do? They fucking, they, you know, they, they want to get their son home. So they jump on track and they run him home for the last K. Get him buoyed, up and about. We catch up to Scope, Tobler and Scope, chatting each other. They make a pact. <laughs> Let's cross the finish line together. Let's do it together. And we're like, oh, this is sweet. This is nice. It was, nice it was like really nice. Arm in arm. Yep. We hit the 400 to go sign, and Tommy Tobler fucking hits the gas out of nowhere and just starts didn't, sprinting. Didn't say anything didn't, to anyone. Didn't say a word to anyone. Poor old Scope's been completely fucking blindsided and does not have anything left to go with the great Tommy Tobler. Of fucking where did that come where from? Where did that fam? come from, fame? Talk us through that, brah. Leaving it all on the fucking pitch, like... I but felt what? so bad because I saw Scope and I was like, yes, wait, we'll do it together. And I thought I was just at my wits end, like I was giving it everything I got. But then you guys were like, all right, got to bring it home strong, like fucking run, run. Don't you put like, this on us, Tommy Topper. No, you met, <laughs> your, your boy boying was uh, almost too, too buoyant, too yeah. powerful, too, too motivated. And, and that was a nice moment, like trying to keep up with Tobler, just screaming at him. <laughs> he just started sprinting to the point we couldn't. I got a stitch running one and a half Ks. <laughs> Trying to fucking run with Tobler and he starts sprinting. I was like, this is fucking ridiculous. And then trying to chase you down as you were just hammering it through everyone, like cutting through everyone. Like, go, Tobler. Fucking go. It was ridiculous. It was great. But yeah. as soon as I put the gas on at that four, it was the longest 400 metres 
I've ever run. Yeah, I almost think you went. Life. I mean, you, I think you, you probably went a bit early. Probably went a touch early in the spring because then it got to the. I thought it was at the very bottom of the of the street, but then there's like another fifty meters or so to go right towards the opera house, and I was almost gassing out then. Like I felt like I was going to vomit, and then slowed down towards the finish line, but got over it. And fucking, I felt like I was going to pass out. I bet you fucking did. It was brutal, but I'm glad I finished strong. Finished strong. Obviously, the community proud of you, happy for you, but I also think there's a tinge of sadness. At the content opportunity loss, yeah, of a Tommy Tobler wearing huge, yeah, huge yeah. Pants. I think we, I think we, we got to be honest, right? I think we need to all be honest with ourselves, punters and jibblers, and acknowledge the fact that it would have been fucking hilarious if Tommy Tobler was in huge pants for thirty days. Be that as it may, he has avoided them and avoided them by over half an hour. Oh, a significant, which is pretty margin. comprehensive. No, no, it's a comprehensive avoidance of huge pants. Left no uh, no doubt the pants weren't going to be worn. But there were moments there when you're in Centennial Park <laughs> where we were like, ooh, is he fucking buckling now? Because also oh, we got Lord. sent a photo from a dribbler which was looking through your Strava and when you were like coming in going, oh, I'm running 22Ks at fucking this splits, the guy was like, well, he's actually been fucking pausing the fucking run and sitting for half an hour before going again. Yeah. No, not half yes. an hour. Yeah, it was half an hour. Right, there was, we we went saw through, the fucking data. how he figured that out. We yeah, saw right. the data. <laughs> we went through one of them. The jig is up. Yeah. <laughs> you got me. The jig is up. I paused like, like gels and water. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You can't so there's probably like listen in a two-hour run there was half an hour of pausing yeah so so we were like oh shit has he been fucking pulling the wool yeah which is why we started thinking he's that fucking message combined with the fact that it was 30 fucking eight degrees on the road oh it was fucked and and you'd never done a lot uh you hadn't done a run longer than 22 had you 24 was the longest 24 we thought jesus months ago this could be unlikely yeah, I find it a nice touch though that you guys believed in me enough to the point that you didn't actually buy the jeans. That was really encouraging. Yeah, we weren't going to fucking waste our time getting huge pants. We got to went. And sit, we, you don't want to. The, the only thing we were thinking about doing was hanging them in here just so that you'd see them every day. But you know, we we had faith. We had faith. Centennial Park was fucked, and to all the people I spoke to last night, everyone had the same shared experience of it just being fucked at Centennial Park. Running loops around that stupid park in the sun. <laughs> Everyone's crashing. It was just fucking horrible. Yeah. Well, that was the same with us in Piermont last year. I don't know what's worse. Yeah, we did. Thank God we did Piermont first. Piermont's a bit of a shit hole. No offense to Piermont. No offense to Piermont. Whereas that is a nice park, Centennial Park, and I won't hear a bad word said about it. No, it but in the heat, so an unforgiving bitch, I would say. But then I also. Because you're on the road. You're not on the you're path. Not on the, you're exactly right. You're not on the path, which is shaded the whole time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Were people running on the fucking path? I would have. You can't. Why? I don't think so. Because the track the is the fucking road. It takes. It is a different distance. True. It's like the inside of a fucking sprint, right? That's why they have the staggered. True. Yeah, I know. Like there were small bits of shade, but not much. much. Now we go from the race to the ivy. Yeah, fucking oath. So part of this whole shindig was that we got an after party put on for the goers at the ivy. Well, I think the whole marathon had the after party there. We had a nice little goers section, big old fat juicy bar tab for a nice rip and tear. And our own bar. And our own bar. And it was fucking awesome. 
what a great way to finish what I mean for the marathon. Great way to finish a great day. A great way to finish a great day. Pounding margs and fucking beers and whatever else. And just having a jolly good time. The people were swimming in the pool. The goers look when they the goers. It took a while for the goers to fucking get up and about. Yeah, but I mean that's to be carry. that's to be expected. There was a lot of fucking like really like flat broken souls when we first got there. Mood was low. Yeah, it was a low mood. But as the margaritas start to get into their work, as the tequila starts to flow through the bod the veins, then the mood lifted, and by the end, it was fucking on for young and old. Yeah, it was. It was great stuff. It was great stuff. Goers everywhere with their medals on, just fucking loving themselves, feeling themselves, touching themselves, knowing that they've become marathon men and women. I mean, MM, MW sort of stuff. It's You're just a better person if you run a marathon. Yep. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. You get more respect from your fellow peers. You get, you get respect from your miso or your fucking hubby or your parents or your friends. You just... You become complete. And once you've done one, if you so choose, you don't have to run another one. And you also scratch that itch. There's, a, there's an itch in all of us, I think, whereby, fuck, could I, am I capable of a marathon? Could I do it? And usually you just go, nah, fuck that, not doing it. But the goers, there was something about the goers all coming together where you just, there were heaps of dribblers who were like, mate, the only reason I fucking did it was because all the goers were getting into it. Fucking powerful stuff. Mate, there was a bloke there yesterday, lost 30 kilos, ran a fucking marathon. Fuck off, 30 Jeez. kilos. Yeah. One of the boys raised 11 grand for breast cancer. Yeah, unbelievable. Some cunt fucking, his legs fucked out at 20 k's, walked the rest, did it in seven 15 hours. 15 k's. 15 k's, ran it in seven hours. It's not about, it's about finishing the cunt. That's all that matters. And even if you don't, because a lot of them fucking didn't, you had a crack. As long as you have a crack. And then maybe you come back maybe next year. Maybe you come year. back next year, have another go. There was some, yeah, like one dribbler ended up in hospital apparently, so shout out to him. Hope he's all right. I hope you're okay. His mate said he was on the mend. If anyone has actually come into some serious uh, hardship, let us know. Hope you're all good. Um... They uh, Just we, a great fucking day. That just day. a great day. We're going to ask the Sydney Marathon for... A breakdown of how the dribblers went. Yep. Whoever came middle of the pack exactly oh, gets the Ned Brockman book. Yep. Showing um, up. So I need to figure that out. We also, I want to see who won out of the dribblers. Would have been a sub three hour. Oh, mate, there was some quick, there was a couple of quickies, real quickies. There was some really quick guys. Yeah, maybe maybe like two, maybe even sub 245. Which some, is pretty fucking rogue, considering that the winner was like 40 minutes ahead of that. Fucking rogue. There was actually a dribblet there yesterday who I need to shout out because have a fucking go at this, mate. This is hot stuff. Nadia, four hours, one minute. Wow. In that heat. Off That's your fucking head, Nadia. Disgusting. Off your head. Absolutely foul. So shout out to everyone who ran. Shout out to everyone who came to the Ivy End. Shout out to the Goers Run Club. The greatest run club on the planet. Shout out to Sydney Marathon. Great event. It was fucking great. It was a great event. It was a great vibe. You and I were remarking, Edward, just about how it's nice that, like, complete randoms standing on the sidelines just watching people run and just, like, just buoying anyone who comes past who is struggling, shuffling. It was, like, it was just nice that random people are just, like, being really nice to each other. Yeah. People were saying out there, like, the goers were, like, there was people fucking coming on each other. There was yeah. there was butt 
butt taps. There was like just you know words of encouragement, hand on the back sort of stuff. Like, what a community! Yeah, what a community. Goers shirts everywhere. Yeah, fucking everywhere. Fucking powerful stuff. I loved it, Tom. Yeah. I absolutely loved it. Loved it. What time did you pull up stumps last night? I can't remember what time I left. I reckon I left. Oh, actually, I think I left at like 9.30. And then I went downstairs to Toddy's for a feed. Because I can't go past that bread with um, with anchovies, dude. I just can't. I'm what time did you leave? Till about finish, finish up. Like did you kick on somewhere? 10.30? Nah, I cocked it at 10.30. A yeah. couple of cunts went downstairs to loss. I know. Like, fucking, I was never doing that. I think I went home at like 8, 8.30. Pounded some McDonald's. Fucking passed out. You got Maccas. Me, Steph and Carly went down and got into our work. To be in my defence, and I don't need defence because I'm a grown man making my own decisions, but I was heavily talked into it because I was trying to be a good boy even though I'd been fucking smashing cocktails all night. Um, and you fucking smashed pe- fucking ice cream and shit the night before. Yeah, well, that's it. I'd, I'd had the most debaucherous hungover weekend of all time. Friday into Saturday into Sunday, I was like, I don't need to bring this to home with McDonald's. But my arm was rubbery, and I did it. But it's right, I'm back on my fucking, you know, now I'm back on being fucking fit again. Weekends are what they are. I make no apologies for that. But I smashed a fuckload of McDonald's last night. What'd you get? Got chicken nugs. 10? Yeah. Or 20? You don't get, no, not 20, but you don't get less than 10 in my opinion. Well, yeah, but I know, but sometimes you can get 20. If you get 20, you need to be, I think, on a couch by yourself. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because you fucking pick at them over time. Yeah. Like, it's not uncommon if you get a 20-pack to be still eating nuggets two hours later. Oh, they're cold as a witch's tit. Like, I um, I ate in this McDonald's. Yeah. We dined in. At George Street one? Yeah. yeah. We dined in. So, you know, you don't get 20 nugs there. Like, it's just, it's just, it's irresponsible. But I got a quarter pound or a double quarter I'm not sure before. Double? No, I don't know. I can't remember. But a quarter pound is just a fucking good burger. It's the best burger on the menu. It's so It is. Good. It's the best burger on the menu. I'm sorry, it's but it is. so good. Double quarter pounders are great, but they can be a bit smacky. I mean, it's all smacky, but you're certainly taking the fucking your life into your own hands when you have a double. Oh, fuck yeah. Like, you're rolling the dice a yeah. little bit on, like, what the stomach's going to do. But I was so tired, dude. I was falling asleep at Macca's. Yeah, because you're not made of the right stuff. Mate, I'm not. I'm not made of the right stuff. I'm fucking... I'm just... Uh, well, listen, dude. It was. I can't believe you went to Toddy's. Like, how the fuck were you not just burnt the fuck out? We were like, Maccas, get me the fuck out of here, get me home. I was asleep the second my head. Because I'm fucking, fucking built different than oh, that. Oh, yeah, you're a sick cunt. You're a real sick, yeah, look at that. That's cool, dude. You look like you have a deformity with your traps right now. Built different than that, bro. You know what I'm saying? No, you're huge, dude. That's <laughs> so dope. <laughs> Went home, laid in bed. I didn't go to bed until like 11.30, I don't think. Ridiculous. I was fucking done. And then I was looking at my watch going, nah, I couldn't. 145, Wallabies, Fiji. <laughs> Fuck that. And for good reason, because it turned out to be one of the great pieces oh, I did. of I was, shit. I was thinking about it, and I was like, nah, it's too, it's too punchy. I woke up at two, and I was getting messages, and I saw like, my phone going off from people that were up watching it. And I was just like, and the, you see your WhatsApp, and it's like, all it is is like comments going, what the fuck was that? And you're just like, this is what I expect is happening. I'm not going to put myself through it. And thank fuck I didn't. Now, you can check the tapes. And I, I would encourage people to do so if they want proof. 
But we said months ago that this Fiji game was going to be a big... There was going to be a huge clash. Yeah. And a lot of fucking Wallabies dick riders, no offence, were just like, don't be so fucking Don't negative. be so like, negative about been, the Wallabies, man. A, if you've got nothing nice to say, then don't say anything at all. Like, it's like, what, shut the but, fuck up, but, you losers. Like, if, if you we're not this, playing well, why the fuck wouldn't we say something? But if you listen to this podcast, you'd know that if that if... Something needs to be shit on, then we'll shit on it. And if it's good, then we're going to get on our knees and suck it dry. Exactly. Like, suck it dry. Every last drop sort of stuff. <laughs> now, the Wallabies haven't provided that for some time. No, they and haven't. I think deep down we all know it. If you've been closing your eyes and choosing to ignore it, that's not my problem. No, it's your problem. It's your problem. If you have put your head in the sand and pretended like this fucking side can do anything then you're ignoring the fact that we've lost six of the last seven we've now fucking lost to fiji for, for the, the first, first time, time in 69 years 1954 maybe 1954 was that like we, we're talking like 10 years after world war ii edward now, just for reference just for you know some sort of context like if you meet somebody who's 69 they're getting on you know hey, what I mean? exactly my, my my father was one my dad wasn't born put it that way so the fact we hooked our fucking fly half in the fiftieth minute. Yeah, he didn't have a good game. Carter Gordon. Carter Gordon, who who was just like at one point when they fucking scored their first try, the second try, Fiji. I can't recall. Maybe their first. They only scored one. Oh, there. Okay, so it was that big inside center who's a fucking brick shit ass. Carter Gordon just jumps and miss like. Is probably three meters from the ball yeah. and goes up and like, oh, what am I like? What am I doing up here? What's the fuck's going on? Ball bounces as Phil Good says, let the ball bounce. You invite in disappointment into your life. That goes across both codes, and fucking try time. We there, kick, can you? But like, also, again, we kick the ball away. Look at look at rugby. Look at rugby. Fiji win. Fucking what was the score? Twenty two. Twenty two fifteen. And it's just penalty, 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 penalty. In rugby league, you do not take penalties as your first option unless it's like early in the game and, you know, you want to get a score on. Like, it's just... And again, the Wallabies were fucking shit. Shock horror. We got pumped We got fucking pumped. Like, absolutely pumped. Shock horror. But, and, and we're super ill-disciplined, even though rugby Mate, often... Mate, get the penalties up. Although often you don't know what the fuck are you getting penalised Get the penalties up. The penalties would have been fucking... But to have it... 18-7. Yeah. 18-7. We, we got fucking pumped at the breakdown. And when we got the ball, we kicked it away constantly. Yeah. And, like, we've got fucking no senior players. Lost seven players, to two rocks. No real senior players in the fucking back line. Maybe a halfback or some shit. But, like, you'd leave Quade Cooper out for one five eight, or maybe a Ben Donaldson again. Oh, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about, rugby. Like, clearly, Eddie Jones has come out and been like, I tried to pick the youngest fucking side of all time. Basically, the prerequisite that you couldn't have pubic hair. Like... <laughs> He's fucking picked the youngest team you've ever seen and shock horror, we fucking don't have the stones to get the job done. We're ill-disciplined. We're fucking... We shit our pants in the face of fucking adversity and we lose to Fiji for the first time in 400 years. We were, we were, we were getting a, a, like a roll on at certain points and Nick White had just kicked the ball away. He's going, no, nah, I don't want it anymore. Kicking it dead and shit. I'm like, bruh, what the fuck you doing? Unbelievable. Now... Eddie Jones has come out and basically been like, the whole thing's my fault. 
Right. Well, you were saying that we're going to win the World Cup. But also, like, a couple of weeks ago, you are like, New Zealand better look out. Yeah. And then when the then media... Then you said we're going to win the World Cup. Then when the media asks you fucking tough questions because you haven't won a game since you've been coached, except for a fucking famous Portugal win or whatever it was. Georgia. Georgia, sorry, forgive me. Who are actually pretty good this year. Um, <laughs> fucking, <laughs> like... You were telling the media to go give themselves an uppercut and like fucking you're the bloody you know, this is the worst press conference I've ever seen in my life. Like you guys you're just like, bruh, what the fuck? And and rugby Australia was like, We had Dave Rennie doing the damn thing just before. I don't know if Dave like we I'm pretty sure we were better when Dave Rennie was coaching. Again, I'm not blaming I'm just like, why did we suck Dave Rennie? We weren't fucking we're They sucked him they in weird time too. Like the, it was like it was so close Start to a World of the Cup. Year. Yeah, so close to a World Cup. Weird time to sack a coach. Weird time. Usually do that And then shit. it seems like he's coming and Eddie Jones is coming and just like changed everything. Like Quade Cooper's gone, Michael Hooper. And he wouldn't have he wouldn't have had very long with these guys, right? So he's come in, fucking completely changed everything. At a at a weird time where even if you are making these wholesale changes, like how are you what are you expecting to happen off the back of that for us to get better? Could you get up Eddie Jones's press conference or like his fucking comments could you I I tell you what we've also never been kicked out in the fucking pool stages which is looking incredibly likely I tell you what there is it's it's been used about where rugby in Australia is going is this is this just like is this a natural progression in on the course that we've been following? Or is this just poor selections and poor fucking coaching and poor tactics? Or is this like you don't have the cattle, don't expect to ever get out of the pool stages? Well, maybe now, but you're like, I mean, we didn't pick Quade Cooper. Now, I'm not saying we should have, like, I'd, again, like, but in, in a sport that isn't fucked you've usually got, like, a good backup who's ready to come in and do the damn thing. And no disrespect to Carter Gordon, young kid, maybe he will be that at some point, but, like, he doesn't seem to be the option. I know there are other fucking... But, like, you only bring fucking one noted 5'8 to a World Cup. I mean, it seems like there's some tactical absurdities there. Mm. And, again, like, in my chat groups where there are some more rugby-minded people and they're like... They're like, why the fuck would you just come in and change everything? Like, firstly, why would you get rid of Dave Rennie at the time you did, but then you bring some guy in who's changed, completely changed everything that's fucking gone on. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, and, and we also don't seem to have the cattle. Oh, I don't want to. Now, Skelton didn't play. Well, he's fucking, they're saying him and Tupo won't play next week. Against Wales. against Wales, so we're well, I think, fucked. I think big trouble in Little Channel against Wales. I mean, I, we, we were sitting down before in the green room, Will and Dave and I. We were, we were trying to do the math on the bonus points and where we're at. Fiji <sighs> didn't get a bonus point against us, so basically we need. I can almost. Try we're all on the same. I, yeah. We're all. We've all got the same amount of bonus points. We're just to win behind Wales, who've only who've won every game. We've basically got to beat Wales, obviously, and then try and get as many bonus points as we can and hope that we have more than fucking Fiji or Wales. Yeah, because if, if, if we're even with Fiji um, on points, then the tiebreak is who won. So we're fucked. 
Yeah, but if we're equal on points with Wales, same deal. Or won't they go off points differential? Surely. I think the first tie break is if you beat them or not. That's what I was told in here. As opposed to points differential. If Wallys and Fiji are tied on points, Fiji will go through. The first tiebreaker is winner between the two teams. Right. But what if Australia beat Wales and Fiji lose to Wales, but Fiji beat Australia? Do you know what I mean? Then you've got like a three-way... Fuck fest thing. Fuck fest. Like a menage a trois, but yeah. without... Without the... Menage. <laughs> sure. Well, Fiji already played Wales and lost, so they've just got Georgia and Portugal to play. Yes. Yeah, but that, so they'll get they'll probably get bonus points again them. So they'll be have four bonus points, you would say, potentially. If Australia beat we let's say we get one against Portugal, so then we'll have three bonus points. Wales so then Fiji technically topped the pool, like you would say. So then Wales play Georgia, I think. Let's say they get a bonus point there. They've got three, so then we'll be on three each. So basically, if Australia beat Wales, Wales well, it has to be by more than seven. Otherwise, they'll get a bonus point for within seven of losing, and that would go past us. And Wales beat Fiji. So, I mean, what do we really think our chances are of beating Wales? Slim. And without, Although, without, we always do. Yeah, but that's back when we had players, dude. And this, we don't have players. No disrespect to the players, but it just doesn't seem like we have players that are going to be fucking doing that. Um, so. Tough. Not looking good. Not looking good. Tough. Very tough. Did you go back to those Eddie Jones quotes? Mm. Yep. The, uh, the entire post-game press conference was like 15 minutes. No, so no, we don't play that. that. But no he did have some good quotes in here. Um, you know, he accepted full responsibility and everything. Yeah. Hold on. The Wallabies head coach was blunt when asked about the hostile reception from the local crowd who booed whenever the head coach popped up on the big screen. But used to it, mate. No, after that, I probably deserve a bit more. They should be throwing. What do they throw here? Baguettes cross hands at me. It's not good enough. I deserve whatever I get. Mate. Right. Yeah, as you said, try took full responsibility. It's my fault. I apologize. We're doing our absolute best, sure. Sure. Well, that's not fucking encouraging then. Personal best gets you nowhere. You know what I mean? Not in a fucking knockout tournament, that's for sure. Well, it might. If you win it, it does. Yeah, but I mean like... Doing your personal best isn't sometimes enough. Well, of course not. I just think it's more if you're saying we're doing our best and you're getting fucking beaten by Fiji for the first time in 70 years, then that's an alarming fucking reality. We're doing our best. That shouldn't be your best. That doesn't seem like the best. No, not the best. Rugby Australia, listen, this is the reality. I feel so... We almost certainly lose to Wales. We get bundled out and then we start looking at the fucking World Cup 2027 where... You get bundled out in the pools, you lose to Fiji and shit at home in your own World Cup, not a good look. So they're going to have to start fucking buying up. pillaging yeah. rugby league. Yeah. Hearing Angus Crichton, friend of the friend show. Friend of the show, heard that. You're going to need more than just across. Angus Crichton, and that's no knocking Angus Crichton, but that just means you're going to need more than just Angus Crichton. You're going to need a motherfucking playmaker, dog. And maybe a P Haas, like a fucking a body. Well, yeah, you you're gonna need because like we got pumped again. Yeah, pumped at the breakdown. You're gonna need some fucking bodies, dude. Big thick bodies. 
Like we were saying before, this is no, this is absolutely no disrespect. But James Slippers at his fourth World Cup, yeah, and he's he's not up to it. You know what I mean? He's 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 getting on. He's played like 130 fucking tests, and you just start wondering: Is James? Is this all we've got? That's what I mean, dude. Is James Slipper the fucking? Don't you remember back when it was like you didn't really get a hundred test matches for Australia that often? There was a couple of them. Oh yeah, like it was like like a, like a George Gregan, Gregan, maybe fucking like Nathan Sharp or some shit. But then it was like, well, there's no one else coming through, son. So we're just picking fucking guys. Forever. Like, is James Slipper going to be the most capped ever? He might already be. I'm just getting up now. If he's not already, he'll be, he'll be fucking close. What was Gregan? 136 uh, or something? Gregan, 139. James Slipper, 132. So maybe he won't get there if, unless he's picked for the rest of his life. Then maybe he will. He's Put it that He's getting... He's getting. When you, th when you, you think about all-time great Wallabies, you don't think about James Slipper. Could you, you just no don't. disrespect. Can you go to like the 100 test wallabies, please? Yeah. So below... Um, and all he can do is get picked, so it's not knocking him, but it's just saying that like we don't... No, no, no. no. I'm, not knocking, I'm not knocking James Slipper. I'm, I'm, I'm merely pointing out the environment. So over 100, uh, you got Camp Easy, 101, Stephen Larkham, 102, Matt Giddo, Rob Simmons, Sokopi Kepu, Will Gennie. Hold on, slow down. So even Rob Simmons, no disrespect. Like, you know what I mean? These aren't players from, like, some fucking incredible era of... So there's, like, George Smith, a great fucking... Will Genia was pretty... Was good. Adam Ashley Cooper was good. Hooper was good. Stephen Moore was good. But, like, again... There's some ones there where you're, like... We just seem to not have anyone coming through that's like, sorry, dude, you uh, maybe passed your use by date. Mm. Tough. Tough times for the nation, mm. punters and dribblers. Mm. Tough times for the nation. But what do you do? You got to go buy rugby league players. You gotta, that's there what I you said do. it. Oh, that's what you got to do. There yeah, I see, Adam it. Ashley Cooper came in in 2005. We were still. We were still good then. We were still good then. We were good up until about 2015. Yeah. But there was still like, yeah, and like, and you had the Waratahs won the fucking Super Rugby and shit. Like, That's what I mean. Yeah. If you win in Super Rugby, you're still going all right. Yeah. True. You're still going all right. There was some names back then as well. Whereas now it's like, okay. Okay. And 2015, when we made the World Cup final, that's now fucking eight years ago. Like, that wasn't just yesterday. No. That was a fucking long time ago. Which is a wig out, because it feels like it was yesterday. And now it's making me feel old as shit. Well, you're getting on, buddy. I am getting on. You know what I mean? Like, Tom's fucking 50 soon, for God's sake. But, I mean, like, the problem, I guess, that you face is that you're younger, but you look older. And that's the that's the concern. Doesn't matter. Yeah, but you part. know it doesn't matter. But, no, but it's it's got totally nothing it does, to do with though, it. right? No, no, no. Because, like, I Because when, when you're 50 and I'm 48, it's going to be a yeah, problem. You're going to look 70 and I'm going to look 50. So, it's like, wow, you look really good mate, for 50. You're gonna have, you're gonna you're gonna have, you look like shit for 48. And I think that that visceral fat around your 50. heart is going to catch up with you pretty quickly, buddy. It's falling off me, son. I think you get to 50, you're reeking of a heart attack, mate. Five kilos I've lost in five. Fucking reeking a of a heart attack. Yeah, and then you'll put it back on, mate. 
reeking of a heart temple. attack. You're going to be like, Jesus Christ, and I'll be 48. fit as a fucking fiddle, dude. People are going to fucking gray hair. Who let you shit? sit down on the bus, you old fucking. And be like, mate, I'm 48, don't worry. Like, Who's that no, fat like cunt up the back of the bus having a heart attack at fucking 49? Mate, I'm not on the bus. I'll be on a yacht, skinny as fuck with a six-pack, frying eggs on my tum. Highly unlikely, buddy. You're going to look fucking terrible in about three years, and I'm concerned. We're going to need to get you to have Botox and fucking lip fillers. You've got more fucking... You look at your bags under your eyes, can't. Mate, you, you can barely see, see your own fucking whites of your eyes, mate. You can't even see me, you You're the baggiest idiot. cunt I've ever seen in my life. Mate, you're a couple of grey hairs. Who gives a shit? A couple of grey hairs is a fucking understatement. Look at your fucking you're crow's feet, mate. You're as grey as the fucking day You're those fucking long. bags, dude. You're Jesus Christ. You look like you've been yet. stung by a bee, you silly cunt. Someone <laughs> said the other day that you looked like you could fucking blindfold you with a shoelace. That's how close your eyes were, you fucking old bastard. after a fucking huge night. Right, you, mate. you look like that after a fucking. Fuck. You look like you that after eighteen hours of sleep, piece mate. Piece of shit. Fuck you. <laughs> stung by a bee, dude. Dude, being stung by a bee to actually make your skin look nice and tight. So I don't. I'm fucking down for that. You just look old, dude. You just look old. People are gonna start giving you change in the street. Think you're fucking homeless. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. It does. Think like who's this old fuck? This old guy just down on his luck. You're like, oh no, he's actually fucking thirty-two. Mate, they see they, they see, see tightness it. and they see hotness. <laughs> I was getting compliments out the ass last night. Mate. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah bro. Some fucking drunk dribblers. What were they saying? Fucking oath. Going, Jesus Christ, mate. You're greyer than that. You Tom look. looks fucking that's, horrific. Well, that's not a compliment. That's just that's a fucking. That's yeah, you just trying to lie to the <laughs> audience here because you're as grey as fuck. Never comes up. The state of your bod does, though, bro. Yeah, they said that fucking Tom looks like an athlete. Like, that guy looks like, like he's been stuck shit. by a bee. Who's Tom's hoodwinked us into running a marathon. We <laughs> thought this fucking big fat oaf running a marathon, and they see him, they're like, holy shit, that guy's fucking Kipchoge over here. I mean, you both did get, like, told when we were walking down at about the hour mark there, like, oh, you guys have finished the marathon already? Well, it was actually 50 minutes, but yeah. who's counting? People thought we'd finished the marathon. Um, and already got over to North Sydney. Yeah, with our medals on. Got a couple of compliments, actually. Yeah, looking. We fucking ran a marathon. What do you now want? Now, poor old Australia. <sighs> Fuck it. Fuck what it. What do you do? What do you do, mate? Fuck it. And you know what? The, that performance last night, last night makes me not even want to wear my beret, and I never thought I'd say that. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought I'd see the day where Eddie Simpson is not excited to put the beret on of a Monday. And it makes me sad. Makes me sad for Australian rugby. Yeah, I mean, fucking put your berets, put your berets down. Put your berets down. Tools down. Berets down. We're fucked. We're absolutely fucked. Rugby league. Bradley brought rugby to you league. by Ko. Yep. The greatest streaming service of all time. Shout out to Ko Minis. Shout out to KO generally, yep. and shout out to rugby league football. Yep. If you intend on watching the prelims finals this week, footy. yeah, finals footy prelims this weekend for a Saturday night, I'd do so on KO. Yep. Because why the fuck would you want to sit through ads? Yep, now, that's right. Now, as we watched the game on Friday night after a hugely successful Newcastle Hacker Major, everyone absolutely... Full to the brim. Hard to watch these games when 
you're on a rip and tear, like yeah. the, the, a game at the pub. Yeah. When there's a bit going on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Shout out to the Shortland Waters Golf Course Golf Club for having us. Well, for letting us stay. And then letting us stay. Bit of a lock in. It was pretty much a lock in. Which was a nice touch. They didn't need to do that. No, they didn't. Well, because we were going to go somewhere else, and then all the Newcastleians were like, mate, the place you're going to go to is just teaming with Seckies who are not going to let you in. It was like, well, fuck that. Let's just stay here and not go anywhere and rip with the punter and the dribbler, the hacker. Yes. But also just quickly, probably before we talk about this game, we should just acknowledge that you and I have never driven the ball better. We actually haven't talked about the hacker major. No, we haven't. Maybe we'll come to that last. Yeah. So... Storm beat the Roosters. That's heartbreaking. Roosters, heartbreaking. Again, we were sort of in and out on the game, so I didn't know that Ashley Klein was having his life threatened by uh, angry and stupid dribblers online. Not dribblers, not our mm. community. Yeah, dead shits. I was also like, I was up and about. I thought Warbrick had scored first. That's what I'd been told. Oh, by me. Yeah, which was complete bullshit. No, it was Wishart. I got that wrong. Yeah, you did. So I was pumped up, checked my account the next day. No, nah, he didn't score first. No, he didn't. Wish I did. Yeah. So that was a fuck up. Yep. From you. Yeah. Well, fucking, I couldn't give a rat's ass. I'm not no, I know you couldn't. I know you couldn't. I wouldn't even apologize for it. You wouldn't apologize? No. Sucked in. I uh, didn't get any of my punting right, except for the line, actually. I take that back. But it was a fucking very unfortunate end if you're a Roosters fan, or at least if you were on them. Um, D or Dave was close to getting bashed by a couple of Roosters dribblers at the golf because he was lipping up. <laughs> One of them who was in your team. Yeah, Listo. Well, you wouldn't have got bashed by Listo. Don't worry about that. You probably could have held your own. Um, Roosters out of path. Yeah, out of path. But I just would have liked to have seen the Storm lose. I just thought that would have been good. See, like the Roosters making a prelim final would have been absurd given where they've come from. It would have been ridiculous. You're right. It would have been fucking ridiculous. Out of path completely. Is Jerome Hughes back for this weekend? It's a little bit touch and go, but I think he's a better chance than Luai. The Panthers are confident. But I, I, I've been reading that Luai is fucking good to go. Not good to go, but they're confident that he'll play. So uh, yeah, who knows? That remains to be seen. I think we can all agree, though, punters and dribblers, just as, just as a people, just as a community, that... The semi-finals over the weekend were a little bit like, well, whoever wins these games gets fucking well and truly humped next week. I am more confident that the Storm lose comfortably against the... Like, because this game even, like, the, neither team was, like, dominant. And it's like... You're if you didn't pound the unders, you're an idiot. You're going to go up against Penrith, who are fucking hot and horny. And rested. Like, and rested. Whereas the Warriors looked so good, again against Newcastle, but they did look so good that I'm like, if any team is going to upset this weekend, it will be the Warriors and the Broncos. They beat the Broncos early in the year, but they were like heavily fucking origin affected the Broncos side. They only just won. Yeah. Like Sean Johnson, his ball playing on the weekend was to die for. He didn't, he, he didn't, he didn't look like he'd been injured. No. At all. He looked fucking scintillating. And like three tries they had in the first 15 minutes against the Knights. Well, mate, they scored the f they scored fucking two tries in like the first couple of minutes. Knights well and truly out of puff. You want to talk about out of puff? They were out of puff. But the Warriors looked horny. Imagine if they made it. Mate. The Warriors like, I mean, obviously we're up the Waz guys now that Manley's out of the fucking finals. Correct. Um, 
But, like, look at that. So they end up fucking smashing them. <laughs> Absolutely smashing them. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven tries. Yeah. Didn't even need to count. It says it higher. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely pumped them. Never fucking found a rhythm the Knights. Never found a rhythm. Shout out to the Warriors. That crowd looked unbelievable. Sean yeah. Johnson just relishing in it, mate. Imagine if Powerful they made the stuff. grand final. I don't see it happening against the Broncos. No, I know, home, but that's but it's kind it of it's it's good in the sense that like I'd be happy for either of those two teams to make the grand final. The, the Broncos would be better. Well, in that no, because would I would much rather the Warriors make it than the Broncos. Same, but what I'm saying is is that I. If the Broncos win, I'm also not entirely disappointed because I'd like to see them up against Penrith in a grand final. Like, As in mano a mano. Yeah, like big dog city the two sort of big, stuff. The two big studs. I'm going for the Waz, right? But if the Waz get to the grand final against Penrith, I think, and considering Penrith fucked them up first round of the finals, that's not a great fucking... We don't often get one versus two in grand finals. Like, you get it less than you might think. Like it's, I feel like going into a lot of grand finals, you usually like there's like a there's a clear favourite. Whereas if it was Penrith versus Broncos, I don't know who. You know, you're fucking flipping a coin almost. Yeah, mate. I don't know. I don't remember, but I'm certainly looking forward to next week's games. Certainly looking forward to them. This week's games. This week's games. Next games. The games this week. What day is it? Monday. It's Monday, mate. Got a couple of days to get through first. Yeah, we do. Couple of days to get through. Friday and Saturday. Friday, mm. Saturday, mate. Friday night, Saturday night, mate. What's the Friday night game? Let's go to those. Just have a look at Storm that. Penrith at a call. Oh. Storm Penrith seven fifty a call. Broncos Warriors seven fifty Suncorp Stadium. Can we get some prices? Thanks to Neds. I just want to just want to run an eye over things, mate. I'm, I'm assuming storm heavy favourite pre-team release. That's okay, mate. You still get a bit of insight. Yeah, a bit of insight. Pre, you get a little bit of an, you get a little bit of insight. You get a little bit of an insight. Okay, wow. Dollar eighteen Penrith over the Storm. Dollar twenty six Broncos over the Warriors. There's no. value there. Storm five bucks. That's a short. There's thing. no value for the Storm at five bucks. I don't think. I just don't think there is. Plenty. I'll be looking at the line, mate. I'll be having a good look at the line and yeah. maybe seeing if there's a bit of value there for a young Edward Simpson. But yeah. 13 and a half. Ooh. Fuck, they know where to put it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. They, do. they know where to fucking jam uh, that fucking little... cunt of a thing. Jesus uh, Christ. Uh, uh, uh. What about the Warriors? Broncos line is probably going to be fucking massive. 10 and a half. That's a. Oh, I'd be taking Broncos there. I'll be taking that. I'll be looking. Even though I want the Warriors to win, I'm just saying I'd be taking ten and a half and I'll be fucking smearing it all over my body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll be covering myself in a ten and a half yeah, line oh, with mate. the Bronx. Yeah, yeah, Broncos. Like dip me in it sort of Broncos stuff. Broncos minus ten and a half, put it in some sort of a squeezy bottle and just yep. let me blast it all over myself. Yep. Massage yep. it in. Yep. Um, like an is, oil. Yeah, yeah. Except it's oil. not an oil, it's a line. Yeah, it's a gooey. It's a gooey line. And it's all over me now, yep. all over me. And now I'm getting it licked off of me, you know what I'm saying? By dogs or what? Not dogs. No. Who by? Well, <laughs> whoever wants to lick it off, but not a dog. Not a dog? No, I don't want to be Joel Monaghan, dude. 
You know what I mean? I don't need that. Fucking drive like, by. Like, what happened to Eddie? Drive like, by on Joel Monaghan there. Fuck, he thought he was probably out of the woods. Nah, Joel's never going to be out of the woods, I don't think. Well, just in terms of like, you know, mate wasn't expecting to get brought up. Fucking poor old Joel. Yeah, but you said dogs. I did say dogs. You know what I mean? Once dogs licking stuff off things comes rugby into the question. Context. And it's rugby league. Joel comes up, mate. It's it just it is what it is, and right? Unfortunate. It is what it is, though. Like, right? what do you want me to do about that? Is that's that my is that my problem? No, nah, that's not your problem. It's not my problem. And it's not your fault. It's not my a. It's not my fault. But b. More important than anything, it's not my problem. No, it's not. You really, know? not your problem. Because I'm not making it up. Well, it happened. Did happen. <laughs> did happen. Anyway, um, I want the Warriors to win. I think the Broncos win. I want the Panthers to win. I think the Panthers win. I think the Panthers win. And, and well, you know what? I actually don't know if I really want the Panthers to win. I don't give a fuck if the Panthers win. Panthers win. I, I think they win. I don't care if they win. They win. I don't think the Storm win. The reason I don't want the Storm to win is Dave. Like, Dave's made me want to go want the Panthers to win, which I hate him for. I think we can all agree that the Storm are just like... It's, it's time, genuinely, I think, for the Storm to just fuck off for a little bit. Yeah. You've had you've you've been around here for too long it's now. Boring. It's been a it's been a fucking long time, like decades, and it's just a little bit old hat now. It's a bit it's a bit fuck off for a little bit, yeah. sort of vibe. Yeah. We'll throw a ninth or a tenth in. Just just give me a ninth or a tenth every now and then, just to I don't have to see ya. But prelim after prelim after prelim start to give me the shits. That's just me personally. I also, maybe there's a little bit of bent up anger because we owe Dave a thousand bucks and I can't bring myself to pay him. No, I know. Mm. I know. Well, he owes us money actually for coming into work stoned, you know. So thousand actually, buck fine. Yeah, he gets fined for that. Whoops. <laughs> there you go. All Whoops. Even. Sorry, mate. We forgot to mention that. Yeah. All even. All square. Thank S- God. Send it to me and I'll send it straight back. Yeah. No, no, no. We'll just, we'll, we'll write it on paper. <laughs> Um, yeah, our fucking two producers have taken us to the cleaners over the last <laughs> couple yep. of, like, month. Yeah, Seriously. yeah, it's been bad for us. Yeah. It's been a bad... Well, I see as as more of an... Like, Dave, that was annoying. That was annoying. But whereas Tobbers were, like, an Tobbers investment more- in him becoming a better person. Yes. We were investing in him. Yes. But they've still cleaned us. Yes. Like it's it's better for us and for the and for Hello Sport to have like a healthy producer. Yes, you know what I mean. Correct. Not not but, a, not one that needs to be craned out of his own home. No, exactly. You know and that I mean? wasn't where you were at, but it could but, have. Yeah, been. but it could have. Yeah. What was next? Crane stuff. Crane. You, you yeah. Cherry pickup. You weren't you weren't you weren't anywhere near crane territory. But if you went the other way instead of the way you went, you eventually arrive at crane territory. Yeah. Rip down the wall of your house. Yep. Drag you out. Crane. Crane stuff. And I think that investment's probably cheaper than the crane. Option. Crane would be exy as fuck. And the house demolition. You, what, you're knocking out walls wall. now? Yeah. yeah. Just to bring him in here so he can fucking... Crane it out, blokes. Edit some shit. Good fights on the weekend as well. Jack Della Maddalena getting it done. Beast. Fucking oath, Jack. Fucking oath. Which I also watched on KO. Um... Not much to say about that one, though. Just that Jack got the fucking job done against... Uh, God damn it. Like a legit a legit fighter. Oh, God, I'm an idiot. 
You looking that up, Dave? I'm trying. I don't even know what sport you're talking about, though. UFC, oh, mate. UFC, okay. Kevin what? Holland? Kevin Holland. Sorry. Um, Kevin Holland's legit. So he's he, like Jack will be on his way to a top ten soon, I think, which is pretty hectic. Um, but it was a it was a good biff. Anyway, um, also punters and dribblers, our uh, one of our last SEN chats, our second last, in fact, um, tomorrow night. I don't think it's our second last. Oh, actually, not second it's last. Third Forgive last. me, third last. Tomorrow night, um, eight p.m. SEN, the great. Powerful, one and only Ben Teo. One of my favourites we've done, actually. So good. Ben flew down here to do it. What a fucking mad cunt. And we didn't really know at the time how, like, whether that was what he was doing. We also didn't want to assume that's what he'd done because that made us feel like fucking... You don't be like, do you? Thanks for flying down for this. And then he'd be like, that. I was coming down here for something else. And then you sound like you think he's fucking... Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. But he did fly down here for it. And we were very appreciative because he was mad. It was a fucking great yarn. It was a fucking great yarn. Premiership winner with South, played for the Broncos, played for the Tigers, played fucking England in rugby uh, rugby union, origin for Queensland. Um, He's now a co-host with Girdler on their own podcast, The Medicine, with Girds and Teo. He does Triple M work. Just a fake fucking assistant at the Dolphins, Mm. coaches their Q Cup side. Just a good dude with some fucking funny yarns in there. Some of the funniest shit. One of his fucking one of his preseason camp stories might be the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. Um, fucking hilarious! But that is tomorrow night, eight PM SEN, um, and on the app, all that good shit. So you'll be able to listen to that tomorrow. Um, Finally, just a shout to Sebo organising the fourth hacker major yep. Newcastle Shoreland Waters. Fucking great turnout, and Newcastle team won. Heaps of Nova Castrians there. It was there. basically all Newcastle teams, which is good. Which was great to see. Tom and I played f- unbelievably. We went around even, but we drove the ball, like, insanely well. It was absurd. Like, insanely Never well. in my life. I drove the green, par four, sorry. And then Listo lipped out the eagle putt. Um, Listo putted well, real he well. He did putt well. He putted well. Better than Lego won it. Like, what a perfect fucking team to win at nine under. Fucking side. Jared Mulligan's eight under. The half chubs seven under. The clearly, fa- clearly, the Cleary foul as well. The seven under. The talented Mr. Yipley's at Sebo's team five under. Sucked in. Didn't even podium, you losers. Uh, we were pretty much midfield, I'd yeah. say. Goers Golf Club, even. Not bad. Nine, un- nine over the chocolate parfish. Good yeah. to see. Good to see. Or you're like, you've got to be fucking bad in an Ambrose tournament to hit nine over. And I say that with respect. The chocolate parfish, good, honest hackers, all dressed as Fred Durst. Um, also, where were the Nova Castrians? Which one was Nilso's Nilso team? was pretty... Was he the equal? Plus one. What's new in the castle? What's new in the castle? What's new in the castle? Yeah. Nilso and his boys. Nilso also missed a putt off. Like yeah. We did a putt off at the end for a fucking long lunch and a rip and tear with us. And he fucked it. Nilso had the putt to keep him in it and he missed it. All the rest of his team were hitting the putts and then Nilso fucked it. <laughs> it was hilarious. That was good stuff. Yep. Late in the day. Mate, it was basically dark. We all had our phone lights out. It like was, light it in, was the, good light fun. in the green. It, it was, was great fun. Fuck, it was good. Yeah. And then everyone just like, it was like, everyone take something with you back to the fucking clubhouse. There were dribblers walking with like big day rosé flags and different shit. It was funny. 
Big Day Rosé hole looks fantastic. It looked a lot better. It looked a lot it better. Than much better. In the past, yes. <laughs> yeah. When yeah, we played yeah. at what Marrickville, yeah. There's no getting away from it. It looked like complete not a shit. Shortland Waters was a fun golf course. It was I enjoyed good stuff. It. I I thoroughly enjoyed the day. It was fantastic. Simply the bets, haven't they won it before? Simply the bets. Bests. Yeah, I'm pretty oh, sure. Are they, they, they're the, aren't they the they're fucking... They're the two-time def- champs, aren't they? Yeah, they we fucking oh, I heard we, they had a bed shit. Yeah, that's good, dude. Look at that. We got even with them. That's nice for us. The goers are on the way up, dude. Oh, no. I think simply the best with the Bradman best team. Oh, beers and bet slips. Oh, yeah, four beers and bet slips. Sorry. Four, four under. They missed by four with five shots, so okay. they got pumped. Yeah. Goers Golf Club at fucking even. I mean, I keep going back to it, but that's unbelievable. Yeah, we're on the way up. Big time. Big time. Anyway, great fucking great day. Well done, Seb. Still feeling it. Um, but is that us, Edward? That's us, bro. That's us. Bye-bye. Ciao. Could you two just not talk anymore? <laughs>